How's it going, everyone? I'm Frank Cavone. I'm Doug Wimby. And I'm Brett Porter. And we are Kinda Live. Kinda Living. And this is the Mirth Films Podcast, episode 59 of Kinda Live, Kinda Living Podcast, where you can watch, listen to on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, YouTube Podcasts. And uh, if somebody's ripping this and streaming it to Twitch, then amazing. We've made it. Uh, but, but we've made it here today. So we've all made it alive and well. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. This is going to be an interesting podcast since we don't have a guest on, which is something that you're just going to have to get used to because we are going to try to start talking about topics and all that jibber jazz. Uh, that's been one of my new favorite words to say out of the over the past hour. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of shit to <laughs> talk jazz, about. It, and, does, it uh, does sound like a word from the 1920s. It does, and it's a, it's a music promotion uh, company as well, uh, oh, really? Jibber Jazz. Really? Uh, they uh, host music festivals throughout New York State and uh, the surrounding areas, which is really cool. The more you um, know. The more you know, exactly. So, But today's main focus is Wild in the Trees Music and Skate Festival. But before we get into that and before I burp, um, we're just going to ask, how's your week been? I can't even speak English. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Guests really do anchor us down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll start. I mean, my week's been, uh, you know, pretty mundane. Um, I mean, with Wild in the Trees coming up. Well, I went to the Rye Bread fundraiser uh, last night. That was pretty cool. Saw the Rye Bread family band. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get this lower so, third. Yeah, thing. we're. <laughs> we're like, no, we're, he's not turf and turf. But he's I, not I, Brett Porter. He's not turf and turf. <laughs> it's been a while, guys. I am whoever you want me to be. <laughs> So yeah, the Rat Red fundraiser was pretty cool last night. Uh, a few bands played, like Dr. Jaw, Mushroom Red, the Rye Bread uh, family band. So it was really cool to go see uh, support for that. Um, other than that, you know, I'm just I still have all all five of my cats. So if anybody wants a kitten, please hit me up. <laughs> um, yeah, how was your week, Brett? Dude, uh, I feel like if I'm gonna tell the story, I have to say it through the megaphone. It'll make me feel better. Okay, right, so to some of you that don't know, see, I got hit by a field tanker the other week. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's hard to get used to. <laughs> but yeah, so your boy is now without a car. See, I have to use my fiance's vehicle to get place to place. But we are six days from Wild in the Trees, and things are looking up. How about you, Frankie? <sighs> eh, battery's not working. <laughs> 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 it's been uh, it's been a rocky fucking week. It's been a rocky week, but there's been great things that have happened. I uh, like shit getting crossed off the list. That's one of my favorite things to do is cross shit off a list. Um, when I don't need to do things right away, I do them anyways because I don't know how to chill. And, uh, <laughs> but Danny's been helping me with that, which is cool. Other than that, just kind of gearing the website up for content. Um, you know, as you've noticed and we've brought up, uh, there's been a lack of content at mirth-films.com. Uh, but because we've had Wild in the Trees to worry about, so I spent all of Saturday uh, just literally just writing up articles, adding on old podcasts, videos that we've done. So it's really just prepping for what's to come after Wild in the Trees. We're going to take like a short week, seven days, short or long, however you perceive it. We're taking a week off because not only do we need to prep for what you guys have to see uh, coming up next. Uh, but it's also my bachelor party. It's also his bachelor party. Beer and, Olympics, dude, 2023. And he's getting married, so. Goddamn right, dude. 33 you know, days. 33 days. And uh, Who the fuck is counting? Hey, that's a good That's a good number. 33, it used to be Nickelodeon back on uh, Time Warner Cable True. Days. Yeah, when Cartoon Network was 45. 
it was 45, then it was 32. Yes, yes. and then uh, Disney Channel was 34. And yeah. FX was 31. And ESPN right. was still 24. 24-7 sports, baby. <laughs> um, but other than that, just last minute, Wild in the Tree sings, you know, because we got that coming up. So other than that, I just really, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy rough week, but... That's all right, because we're going to have some fun with you guys October 7th and 8th down at the Lake George Skate Plaza in Lake George, New York for Wild in the Trees 2023, right across from the lake. Oh, it's beautiful. Actually, I drove up to the top of Prospect today, took that little route up. I kind of realized that, like, not all of their, like, scenic turnoffs are, like, scenic. The <laughs> well, they, they could just trim the trees a little bit. But it was beautiful. It's a little too wild, huh? A, a little, little too, too wild, wild up on Prospect, if you ask me. <laughs> But no, it's beautiful, uh, like George, you know, I was trying to see the skate park from the top of the mountain, very hard, very hard to see, it's hidden by some trees, but no, I'm excited that we're having uh, this little event in our town. It's nice, man, it's, uh, it's exciting, especially to, I mean, I say it all the time, and anyone who knows me beyond the on-camera part of Earth Films, dude, we're getting the band back together, and it's fucking, it's an amazing feeling. And we've commemorated it in a few ways, aside from financial distress we've also made commemorative pins <laughs> so aside from that uh yeah we've made uh, enamel pins the first 100 people to purchase tickets yeah you can see that but it's about like an inch there by an inch and a half yeah let's 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 really get it in there Just let's to get show the focus yeah yeah let's get the I focus don't know <laughs> but, but yeah so those are going to be available to the first 100 people through the door who either buy tickets then and there or have pre-ordered tickets and if you missed that threshold don't worry we still have about 80 of them left to sell those are going to be ten dollars a piece and we're also to those of you out there obviously we are no danny steinman's we're not pin daddies we're we are pin turns if anything so for to commemorate <laughs> number one of the printed uh, edition of the Mirth Films logo pens. We're doing a basket raffle, and you're gonna be able to get a little bit of Mirth Films swag in addition to pin number one, a couple other cool Mirth Films thing, and we're gonna do tickets for a buck a piece. And if your name number gets called, answer the phone, and we're gonna, we're gonna put a pin in you. That's right, <laughs> and um, I totally had something I was gonna say, but I can't remember. But uh, yeah, no, I think, Oh, so what, what I was thinking is, like, we definitely got to give Jess Turcotte a pin because oh, Jess was the person who designed the Mirth Films logo, which is half the reason why it's badass because Jess Turcotte is just a, a fucking great artist. Oh, absolutely. You know, everything from her work with Pine Size to uh, Paradox Brewery and every other place in between that we don't know. Uh, she does help other local businesses. She helped really design... Even the logo, well, she did. She designed the logo for Wild in the Trees, which I did realize. I was like, how, like somebody asked me, I think Pete Mason asked me, he's like, how did they come up with the logo? It's like, and we I, didn't. No, I, I did draw this out. Like, I had this idea, and I wrote it down on a piece of paper. I still have it. And uh, she took it, and she literally made it to Perfectly. Me. And that's what something, uh, how we're going to kick off today's episode of the podcast is kind of talk about where did Wild in the Trees come from? Uh, its origins, uh, and basically what we're trying to do here in 2023 in the future of everything. So, um, you know, just starting on that, uh, you know, the name, the logo inspiration, you know, the, the logo inspiration, 
I have to say a lot from Spitfire. If you look at the eyes, the teeth, Ooh. I mean, we could do a fucking copyright strike for how good it looks, you know? Maybe you should keep your voice down. <laughs> we like to say, we like to say thank you to Spitfire. <laughs> for the inspiration. For the inspiration. Yes. I'd like to think we are operating under something called fair use. Fair use policy, it is a law. In the legalities of and I don't see like a flame anywhere around yeah. the yeah, tree. Yeah, I think a flame around the tree would actually be problematic. Yeah, I, Therefore, I how could Spitfire even dare? And and for Smokey, we are preventing forest fires by yeah. not starting the fire like we Billy Joel said the whole the time. We didn't start it. And it mm -hmm. ain't starting because we're gonna possibly get rain this weekend, which we'll also get into. Yeah, let's yes. not yeah, let's let's prolong that until we absolutely have to talk about it. I'm hoping for the Light George effect, because, like, Light George gets really lucky when it comes to storms, and, like, because it's just in a valley two miles on each side, like, things sometimes Dude, pass on by. Perks of being a cereal bowl in the middle of upstate New York. Facts. So, the idea, and where, where did the idea come from, guys? Like, really? Well, I like, mean, I don't remember. So, okay, I will, I will tell you this story, because I remember it, because after, after a couple of weeks of us all being away from one another. We all kind of, you and I each had an idea. We were, it was one of the last Mirth Minutes we had shot while you were still living in Albany. And we were, I don't remember who we were getting ready to have on as a guest for Cheap Flights during the Cheap Flights era. But I remember you saying, I have an idea. And I'm like, I have an idea. And I'm like, okay, count of three. We say our ideas. Three, two, one. 24-hour pocket music festival. <laughs> and that's where I was like, and we're crazy. And we're both just like, you're, yeah, you're, you're fucking crazy. How the hell are we going to pull off a music festival? How the hell are we going to pull off a 24-hour podcast? And the answer is still now. I don't fucking know. We did it. We did, but we did it. We did it. We did and, it. and, you know, like, I would say some of the inspiration definitely came from the stuff that we were doing with the skateboarding competition. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ever since the grand opening, we've been having events and competitions every single year. I think the first year was 2016. Um, and so, yeah, basically every year besides the COVID years, we've been having competitions. So, I mean, we're going to have a music festival. Why not throw in a skateboarding competition? That's something we know. Exactly. And that's where, you know, I guess what, what was my inspiration? Like, where, where did I have this idea, in, at least from my perspective? separate from everybody else's, you know, equal contributions to the concept and idea of Wild in the Trees was Dave Eman. I mean, Dave Eman laid down the tracks of how to do it and how to do it right with ADK Music Fest and then Memorial Meltdown, LGD 50 concert series. Um, he showed that it could be possible. How did we know, how did we think we could possibly pull this off? You know, uh, we're not promoters, uh, but yeah, having an in with Lake George Village and you know, the work we did to raise money for the skate park in Lake George, mm -hmm. that definitely led to the connection, which is why I bring this up from time to time, uh, or I should bring up even more is it, honestly, if you want to make a career in anything music related, video related, photography related, all connection based, you, you have all the connections, you are the king. And, you know, and you got to keep, you got to keep your relationships good too. But like, in our instance, we did keep our relationship pretty intact with Mayor Blaze. Mayor Blaze was the longest running mayor in U.S. history, still holds the record to this day. Um, I don't know uh, what the exact number is, but definitely go look it up on Google and give them the SEO clicks because Mayor Blaze is the man. So 
He but, yeah, he's trying to become an influencer now in his retirement. <laughs> I mean, fuck, I would. Like, now, I here's, mean, so, I mean, I still live in Lake George, but you know how we had the LG1 plate? A different car has the LG1 plate now. I, like, wonder if it's, like, in Lake George's law that the mayor gets the LG1 plate. That could be that. Maybe Mayor Blaze bought a new car. That's always another possibility. Yeah, but it's from a different house. Like, I saw it pull out of a house on the road from me, and, like, not... It wasn't the house. It wasn't the house. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, that's that's unfortunate. I would it's give him zero one. Thing. LG zero one. Oh one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't you LG can't take that away from the blaze. So yeah, we we did our first skateboarding competition in twenty sixteen. This was the grand opening of the Lake George Skate Plaza, uh, which was originally built in twenty fifteen. November fifth, twenty fifteen is when I first saw it. Um, but you know, something that a lot of people were involved and we kind of just like, I would say out of anybody in the group, like I would say the responsibility came onto our hands because we were still very involved with skateboarding and for no other reason. Everybody else involved in the, the concept and uh, the organization have also moved on to bigger and better things like Tim Gudis, like Cam Moss, who's a dad, probably the best dad mm -hmm. ever. I mean, I got to root for him. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of how the idea for the location came to be. We had an inn. This is where this was our inn, and um, now it's hey, let's try to put on a music festival and uh, see if we can do it. And year one, I uh, I mean, <laughs> what was your idea like once it became solidified? What were your guys' feelings in your own body? Like, did you think that you had? Had it, I'm not saying you didn't have it in you, but do you think like we were in over our heads? Like, well, I, like, I mean, go down it was the a line. little nerve wracking, but I mean, like, I remember um, the grand opening. It wasn't just a skateboarding competition. We had like a lot of vendors there and like more people involved. I'm pretty sure we had like a couple of people playing. I mean, they were just like playing on the grass, but like it was definitely like a low key music festival. So I mean, it, the potential was there, and I mean, I knew. I mean, we've had events before where we've had bands come and play. You know, we've hosted multiple skateboarding events. So I was like, I, it seemed like it was in our wheelhouse. It, 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 we could do it. But I mean, it was definitely intimidating, to say the least. Especially like watching like the van, the stage back up in there. It's like, we're really doing that's, something I mean, right now. I think that's when it like hit me. Yeah. Was that like being there? Were you? You were there too. We were yeah. all there. Yeah, dude. It was, like seeing that guy back that fucking thing up. By the way, props to him for doing that. Best driver that in is the a, world. That is a narrow ass passageway, and and even with that being such a small stage in the grand scheme of stage sizes, that man did that flawlessly. So a big thank you to our friend Rob, the mobile stage man himself. I don't know any other way to get a hold of him or talk to him, but I know his name's Rob and he has a mobile stage and he's letting us use his mobile stage this upcoming weekend. In the, so, all the thanks in my book. In my phone, uh, Rob is uh, Rob Stage Guy. As he should either, be. If, you, if you're in my phone, it's either I've known you for years, or I either have your name spelt wrong. <laughs> um, your name is not actually that name, because even to this day, uh, Two Planets Away... Mark Emmeldorf is still Chris, two planets in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Which there's nobody even named Chris in the band. 
Like, and I'm just like, <laughs> I, I have at times been like, looked at my phone and answered it and almost called him Chris and be like, why don't you just change it? Jarrett, at least that one. Jarrett Hearthstone is Jarrett Hearthstone because the first time probably. I ever went camping was Hearthstone Campgrounds in fucking Lake George. And then Dave Edmund is Dave Edmund. <laughs> and, and uh so sometimes when i gotta like put something together like a video i really have to look for the last name like somewhere online because if i don't well, dude, remember, you're well, guaranteed like you well, the guy, your so wait, the i'm guy, bad with last so names wait, the, guy from, the, the guy from two planets away How, what's his last name mark elmendorf em, elmendorf yeah it's, it's elmendorf. elmendorf during that entire podcast I would like to just say for the record, you were calling him Mark Amaldorf. Amaldorf, I know, because that's the other thing I call him. <laughs> so, Brad, what was your what was your feelings like going into this dude, mad festival? Dude, I didn't know how to put it into words, and if I did, I definitely didn't know how to spell them. No, I, no, I really. <laughs> sorry, I just had to shit on you for a sec. But no, I was just seeing it all happen, and God, I mean, you guys all remember. Taylor and I getting to your place at 5.30 in the morning with just a, her car full of everything. Just like, this is really fucking happening. And I, for one, am excited this year and coming up because of that. But even just going back to that and just like, it was a lot of, at first, it was a lot of kind of like hurrying up and waiting and like getting the things done that we could and then uh, using a lot of that pre-setup like pre-Gates time to do things, but we couldn't do things until other things were done. And it was, yeah, it was a lot of hurrying up and waiting. And then 10 to 11 was just widespread panic. But then 11.01 was like, hey, people are here. We're good. We, we did it. We have vendors. We have, we have coffee. We have skateboarders. We have a sound guy. We, and, like, and it all came together right as, right at, at the time it should have. And, and the jitters kind of went away as soon as as soon as that we saw like that first like kind of wave of people come in and just really made me like kind of come back to earth and like know that it's not a bust and it wasn't all for nothing and that and that we actually that for all intents and purposes we did it right so yeah. hopefully that happens again this year it's true and i'll say i think initially i was like we got this in the bag because <laughs> I mean, just uh, from the level of to be stress, young and naive, <laughs> and that's it, man. Stay young, stay naive because this is it. Like we, we have experienced the process of raising money for a skate park. We've experienced the process and the stress of being a part of a big music festival, and we've also experienced the stress of Mirth Films, which nearly has killed all of us. And uh, so, at the time, I was like, "This is gonna fucking happen." I never had any doubt. But yeah, until that stage rolled in, that's when I was like, was oh, hold on a second. So wait, all of this falls on us. And that made me a little uncomfortable. That made me uncomfortable. And I also just, more than anything, just wanted it to go well. Which, number one, big shout out to Chuck Viscanian. Uh, because I think his ability to do his job the way he did and also have the game face and uh you know was able to come into the festival even keel and everything else the rest of the day was just even keel like he showed up 
he was in you know high spirits and then that just kind of for me like eased it in my mind and then things just started happening naturally like at a festival and mm -hmm. you know the vendors rolled in some vendors didn't roll in that kind of sucked but like you know everything that could have went wrong didn't go wrong and we planned our money right we paid everybody and that feels fucking good oh yeah and we all know that in this industry it's not only not the highest paying industry but sometimes you don't you don't get your money and that just fucking sucks and and for us and at least for me the big thing was i don't care if a single person shows up but as long as everybody's paid taken care of uh then i can you know look at myself in the mirror and know that we did something all right yeah yeah you know? even if we didn't get the results that we wanted from the whole weekend we can at least go in knowing we did it all the right way we did it we did it in a way where like if anyone suffers from this weekend the only three people who should suffer should be us yeah and i, mean, I, I and i i mean let's be real i hope that doesn't happen but that's that's just the way it should be and absolutely if there's anything doing this last year taught us all is that this is a massive undertaking that and that we've all put hundreds of hours we put hundreds of hours each of us in for 22 and that's that workload has only increased this year yeah but we've and something that does make me happy is that we've been very good about just be doing it the right way and doing the right thing and taking care of the people who are providing us with the service and that's it we have control over what we have control over yeah. which is making sure the lights are on you know making exactly sure that people are also happy at the festival and are enjoying themselves and making sure they're accommodated um you know what was some of our favorite moments here let's go down the line here i'll start or some of our favorite some of my favorite moment I was gonna free free spit some stuff here, but like now. Oh, I'm like uh, think about oh, dude, this. yeah, did someone favorite, drop a beat? Yeah, I mean, I can't drop a beat. <laughs> My favorite moment of the day was when I met Clay at Rye Bread Music Festival almost yesterday. Oh shoot! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, I, I'm done. I'm gonna take us from one viewer to none viewers. Um. <laughs> What was my favorite part of the music festival? My favorite part of the music festival was hearing the scunches. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I was like, dude, the, the second they started Sylvia, I was like, wow! I, 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 like, I got up and I just like immediately walked over and was like, yes. And no offense, guys, my least favorite part of the music festival was getting ready to sing, come on, Sylvia, let's do some lines. And that. <laughs> dude, the heartbreak singing along <laughs> and then them not singing along with me. Like, oh. It was, like, it was like, is this <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not oh. ripping on you. Still, we have to make a whole fucking video based on Oh, yeah, there. no. We, we love, love you guys. guys. We love you guys. And the new interpretation was awesome as well. It, was, it was all right. You got you to gotta bring it. Um, I, I love a chill I love a chill rock song. I'm gonna, I might call out the right way. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. Just the fact that everything did go smooth. We literally packed up. I was home by like 10 p.m. Like that was cool. Oh yeah. Like, you know. I mean, let's be real. That's not gonna happen again. It's not gonna happen this year because the music is gonna be going pretty. Going late. later, and then after party at the fucking lagoon. At the lagoon, which we probably won't dude. Even it's be only able like four. To. It's only four buildings. <laughs> yeah. It's only four buildings down, but it's two planets away. If this you catch is, my drift. <laughs> <laughs> 
God fucking damn it. I Pun hate myself. Intended. No, that is Pun the hardest intended. thing. Like, we never are able to go to the after parties because we're always unloading gear. So we're going to have to at least try to attend our At least party. one of us make a guest appearance. Like, yeah, no, we're going to have to kick somebody out. Dude, I'm going to go in with, like, an apron and just sling some merch while I'm over there. That's it. Bring Throw some, some shirts on my shoulder. I got pins, dog. Bring two pins. shirts because we know that he's going to need one. If oh I go to the God. lagoon, yes, I have a record of losing shirts at lagoon. Yeah, I'm bummed as well. That was like the only Formula nice. Five shirt. I'm not gonna get another one. That was a, yeah, <laughs> it was a nice shirt. Oh well. But yeah. Frankie, what about you, man? What was your, what was your favorite? If you really had to think, of, of all of that weekend of Wild in the Trees 22. One. You want to know my favorite fucking moment? If you tell me it's packing up at the end, I'm gonna kick you. You tell seat. me it's hanging out on the stage. It was arriving at 6 a.m. That was my favorite moment. You want to know why? Because for like two hours, I got to just play all the music I wanted to in my car with my car doors open as we're setting up for this event that Killing we're, we're getting excited about. Um, you know, that was definitely awesome. And then also even just, I don't know, camping. Camping in that state was like out till a certain point, you know. It was really fun until everybody else left, and it was just us camping. (laughs) And also, just like I took this picture of uh, the stage at Wild in the Trees, and it was was like right around that time we were all partying and camping right down to Lake George Gate Plaza. Uh, We, (laughs) I just remember looking at the stage and being seeing the Mirth Films tap uh, banner, banner, and just being like. This is our... Actually, you know what my favorite moment is, motherfucker? My favorite <laughs> moment was sitting on the stage and enjoying some libations. <laughs> and, being like, and being like, this is our stage. That was a really awesome This moment. is a, We paid for that thing. We paid, like, we paid for everything there. You Wait, know? This is yeah. our event. I mean, they take it back at some point, but... But for that moment, it was ours. It was great. Was just time. like sitting on the stage, at, like in between the two days, and just like having the realization that we pulled this off, like that. I don't. Sometimes I don't like sit and think about just letting the moment what soak I've done. in. Like the Greg Bell documentary, I never let that soak in. No, you but wanted. Like, you didn't want to watch the I movie. Didn't want to watch the movie, to be honest. And like, but you know, like actually, I also want to give a huge shout out to Danny real quick. Uh, nothing meant more to me than. Her asking me if I wanted to watch the Greg Bell documentary. I was like, I, at this point, I watched it twice. Dude, we get it, Frankie. You have a girlfriend. <laughs> get it, Frankie. You edit videos. But I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, we get I, it, man. I don't care to you watch it. You have nice it. cameras. Like, I, I put myself through so much fucking shit, mm-hmm. along with Kim Heaton. And like, I, that was kind of like, cool. Like, nobody's ever asked me to like, like about a video that I've done and then like want to like watch it. Mm. And, like, do th- So that was cool. But like... So for this reason why I'm bringing up and, and letting it soak in for the first time at Wild in the Trees and kind of reflecting over the past four years at that point of what we actually did because it was not an easy road. Like, no, like, yeah, obviously like, we get a lot of luxuries from doing Mirth Films, a lot of luxuries that general public do not get. We get to, you know, even if we don't get to say hello to a musician, we walk by Keller Williams and be, get to be in the same essence and places him and we earned that we didn't you know we started this from the ground up ever since 2018 and like we never we i felt like we always knew what we were gonna do yeah. like but never like came to formula and then like 
with help of you, like later on, and also in 2018, which was also like Das with the Elson Plus on Facebook. Dude, yeah. Oh God, that was Regency that? days, right? Uh, yeah, you guys so were at the Regency. We're smoking like the cheapest 100 cigarettes. Yo, actually, yeah. shout out to Regency Park North. I went to the dump the other day and it was closed, so I stopped by over there and threw out my trash. Dude, nice. Yeah. But I, I remember that. That's amazing. Well, I remember the, do it again the, most, the most unofficial <laughs> Mirth Film staff meeting I think ever existed. And everybody going through their friends list, like, we're, we're like, it was, it was like, we have 987 likes. We need to get to 1,000. And I was like, and everyone's like, dude, we already invited all of our friends. I'm like, how do you invite friends to like stuff? And, and <laughs> I like, remember like, yes. And, less, <laughs> and like two hours show. later, yeah, we're smoking Marb 27s. Was that what we were We were smoking, smoking Marb 27s. And, <laughs> and someone was like, are you smoking cigarettes? We're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and yeah, at some point, you check your phone, you're like, dude. Who is? It was some random person too. It was like, like who is Derek Durkey? Because he's our one thousandth like or something like that. It's like that's my I graduated with him. It's like well we're at a thousand likes, and now we're we're on the precipice of. Well, no, we hit five thousand. We hit five thousand without even looking at it, and that's a good feeling. Which which we're not doing this for the fucking numbers. Like maybe for YouTube we are. <laughs> YouTube, yeah. Please like and subscribe. YouTube YouTube <laughs> there is like definitely gold. some motivation. If yeah. I if we hit two thousand before the end of the year, we're, Daddy we're, we're is right gonna now, get a Mirth Films tattoo. At this trajectory, do it for me. We are going to hit two thousand subs. I would say by the end of November, we're at, we've gained twenty subscribers in the past week and a half, which is great. But that's that that's bucket's gonna run dry because we gotta start producing shit, which is why, unfortunately, we're gonna be making some changes to Mirth Films. Some. Uh, that are going to be beneficial to your viewing pleasure. And I can tell you that right now because at this point in my life, I do not give a shit about anything but making content and making the best content. So, so you're right see. here, I'm going to cheers. And we're all going to drink after because I don't want to get yelled at for not fucking You're cheers. the only one that needs to. I didn't. You got to cheers again because I didn't even say what we're cheersing to yet. Right. We're cheersing in three years. Three years too. Uh, we gotta make sure this date's right. October second. It is October. Yeah. 2nd. Oh, Nick and Heather's anniversary, by the way. Happy anniversary, Happy guys! You're married. And, yeah. Also, cheers to that. But um, we will hit in three years to this date, or sooner, one million subscribers. And if we don't. And if we don't, we're gonna hit five hundred thousand subscribers. Hey. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> But yeah, Frankie is definitely right. There's, you will see some changes. I hope you guys like them. You're gonna see maybe some old segments make a comeback. You're gonna see maybe we, maybe we add some new faces. I don't fucking know. Maybe we tragically cut one of the three of us from this company, and you guys, yeah, and you guys only see me at the bar now. I don't know. We don't know. Due to unforeseen circumstances. (laughs) Due to unforeseen circumstances. You will never see Frankie again. No, yeah, or we may quit. Or yeah, just kidding. We'll never quit. We're like cockroaches. We don't die. We are in a basement right now. We are in a basement. Cause we can't. And you don't. And you won't stop. Goddamn right. <laughs> See, the success to saying that is let me start with we can't, because I will not remember the other two. Very good. Just like people's last names. So. Can we, can we all do a Rick Filler woo at the same time while we're all just in the camaraderie? 
Yeah, can, I just gotta make sure we turn down this audio here. I mean, because, I mean, if I'm there was three. ever. No, we One. gotta. No, stop, stop. <laughs> we gotta lead this in the right way. Because, God damn it, if four years ago you'd have told me we would all be sitting in a basement doing this, five days before we really start getting ready to put this whole music festival together for our second year in a row, and that this was all real and not some fever dream, I'd say we're all full of shit. But, God damn it, that's just the type of people we are. The limousine flying. Jet riding, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, sons of guns. Can I get a woo? One, two, three. Woo! Someone played 2001. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that woo today was uh, provided by the sponsor, uh, Voodoo Ranger, our future sponsor of the More podcast. More like Voodoo Ranger, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'll take that. I'll, t- I'll take that. So, okay, we talked a lot about year Boy, one. Can, but can I say my favorite thing about Wild in the Trees 2022? Let's hear it. Dude, I convinced my fucking parents to show up. I met that, your parents for the first time. Yeah, that was fun. There was something special about seeing my dad in the passenger seat of my mom's car getting out with a twisted tea. Like, yeah, what, what's the what kind of what am I walking into here? Like, <laughs> I mean, if that was my mom, she'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's uh, charity. This band called uh, it was at the tail end of Neon Avenue. It's like, uh, you're going to see some cool stuff. And my mom was just drawn into Dan and Garth at Posterity Glass, doing a live glass blowing. She asked them about a million questions while while Dan Norton was blowing glass like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah, it's actually how this works. Uh-huh. Just, <laughs> and my mom's just like, how does this work? How does this work? How do you get the swirl? Like, dude, all <laughs> things, my mother fucking hates people. My mom is the least people person I've ever met on this planet. But for some reason, of all of the things to fascinate her, horses, glass blowing. Glass blowing is really cool. Dude, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. This is like seeing it like in person. Like we have one friend up in North Creek, Brian Buckler, like he blows glass. And there's a few times like going up there and just hanging out in his shed in the winter. And he's just Dude, yeah. blowing a piece. And it's like, Dude, got wow. the dopest like protective sunglasses on. Every, yeah. They all look like they're just ready to fly a jet somewhere. But yeah, that was my favorite part. Having mom and dad come through. Yeah, I mean that dude. That was really cool to meet them. Um, and just seeing, I don't know. I guess something I could tack on here is seeing old friends that, like, like Adrian and her family. They didn't have to come all the way up from mm. fucking Albany, like, but they did. And then not only did they, they they helped us with our merch booth, and also sitting at the merch booth and just letting people come up, talk to us, you know, and and also realizing that what we started. 15 years ago, Fresh. 15. Like, what we started 15 Yeah, I really years had to, ago, like, man. count that out. Because I was like, no way. I feel like it's been longer than that. 15 years since 2008. And, you know, a lot has happened in our lives. And just to see that the skate park is thriving, that there's kids skating there that we have no clue. Like, I always tell people, like, what's the greatest thing about the skate park? It's driving past the skate park, not seeing wanting people. to skate. And seeing people. Love that. Like, yeah, yeah, like, every time I, like, go over there, like, when I went to go, like, drop off posters, like, the other day, it was, like, there was, like, the LG crew just hanging out, skating up. I'm just like, ah, oh. like, I wish that could be me, but I'm so busy. But I'm like, I love that, like, <laughs> people in, like, George have a safe space to skate. Yeah, seriously. It's, it's something we worked, and because of just the tragedies 
and and hardships just of being life, an adult. aka work. Um, <laughs> you know, Bills is crazy. That, and you know, that's another thing that sucks. It is like you know, we always talk about how we want to do other things with Mirth Films, right? Mm-hmm. This is, I think, doing well. Number one, you coming in, but number two, doing. Uh, Wild in the Trees, getting back to our roots of skateboarding. That was my 2022 uh, uh, New Year's resolution was to get back to my roots. And I felt like it was happening. And, and, uh, and I think it's a good transition piece that we have to utilize for ourselves going forward. And so to, to be able to still relate and establish ourselves with skateboarding, even the hair, like we're not Chris Senzik and and the crew but Wish. like you know like unfortunately life has pulled Murph films into the jam band hole and <laughs> we're trying to get out of it <laughs> <laughs> and we love it we love it we love seeing every single person at 80k fest rye bread you know developing these relationships with people that know us for our work and that's what it's about at the end of the day is our work it's not about going out promoting the festival doing something you know it's Hey, we're calling Mirth Films because we know, or we're going to Mirth Films YouTube channel because that's the best quality. And and this is to me the strongest I've ever felt in this podcast. I don't know about you guys, but we got this dope ass set. We're not using shit cameras. We're using all Panasonic GH4s, which I gotta say, like I was watching the podcast, and I don't usually watch it back, other than like if I had to cut out some clip. But uh, I was watching back, and I was like, dude, this is crisp. Like, this is something that could match the level of a Pat McAfee of, while we don't have the set, you know, like, like Joe Rogan, he uses some shit cameras, but it's about the content. Mm. And I think that, uh, I don't know, there's something in the air. Like, uh, that like guy mold? Phil, like that Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking asshole. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I've seen that. No, it smells nice down here. No, it's very, uh, it's, do, it's, do it's the driest it's been since we've started the podcast down here to the, tonight. I mean, I, I, there was a flood in the middle. There was a, but like, Dude, this is drier than say, it Can was. I just say, there are a lot of things about this ceiling that scare me. Everything <laughs> just looking about up at downstairs me. scares me. I'm not going to. But you know yeah. what doesn't scare me? Putting on a music festival, because you want to know why? Not a flood. Not a near-death car accident. Not people moving back and forth across the state. And not... Crazy motherfuckers will stop us from doing what we do. I feel like we've been just like hit with bricks. Let's keep on throwing. (laughs) But we're just like, you can't stop. (laughs) But rain. Rain is always a problem, (laughs) (laughs) especially at music festivals. But let me tell you something, brother. If you're going to say it, you have to say it like... No, I'm saying brother. Come on. If there's no skateboarding competitions, brother, then there will be skateboarding competitions on a video game system, brother. Now give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, but like you should stop with the brothers. I have no brothers. I have no sisters. And that's, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cavone said so. Stone Cavone, I'll take that any day. Oh, uh, I like Francois Cavone. But other than the rain, what else can we look forward to this week? I mean, we haven't even talked about the bands yet. We have The first one we're talking about, Mike Ganser's Pro Skater. Yes. Not Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but Mike Ganser's Pro Skater, accompanied by members of Functional Flow, Aqueous, and much more. There's going to be a DJ or a rapper. There's going to be all parts of the Tony Hawk soundtrack that is going to be featured right 
at the Lake George Gate Plaza. Uh, as the headline set for Saturday, October 7th. Mike will be coming and uh, shredding. And he also skates. Mike can do a kickflip. I can. He's already cooler than I am. But, and he has aqueous. I mean, come on. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it because, uh, I don't know, just the nostalgia, man. I oh, mean, yeah. fucking Tony Hawk got me into this shit. I'm sure he got you into this shit, too. I mean, he didn't hurt the uh, the effort. No, I mean, that <laughs> ass game, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 2, 3, 4, Underground, Underground 2, American Wasteland, Project 8, Proving Ground, you name it. Competitors, let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Like, that was a, that franchise started a whole started a whole music culture in and of itself. I mean, because when you think of, like, when you think of, like, anyone who play, has played a Tony Hawk's video game, when you hear songs like, like Superman by Goldfinger or, like, Blitzkrieg Bop or, like, TNT by ACDC or, like, or The World Is Yours, like, you have those songs or, dude, anything by fucking CKY, you yeah. immediately think, what Tony Hawk game was this in? Because I know it was in one. Yeah. And, and it, God, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like I played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 into the ground on my PlayStation 2. And growing up, that video game alone had a big influence on like my music taste. Tony Hawk 4 was the first Tony Hawk game to not feature a two-minute clock, which made it kick ass. It is more underrated and Tony Hawk's Underground will be every day. Tony Hawk's Underground might just be one of the best Tony Hawk's ever made. Uh, Story-wise, specifically. Because if we go with Doug 2, I mean, that's a whole other thing. That's that just like a, a feature-heavy fucking game. So many levels. <coughs> but Tony Hawk 4 was the game. Came out on Xbox, PS2, GameCube. Uh, yeah, I remember being like, who's Atiba? And now today, I'm like, Atiba's like everything. He's God, you know? And, and like... Yeah, I mean, you know, Bam Margera's popping at that time. You got Eddie from Iron Maiden in the game. Yeah. Come on. Like, so, and like that's, th just bringing up Mike Ganser's Pro Skater has got us talking about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. So because of that reason, we are going to read the rest of the bands, we promise. But because of that reason, <laughs> we're going to all go down the line. Favorite Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game, Thug, whatever, any generation. It's Thug 1. Thug all day, every day. Why? Um, well, I mean, Delta Funky Hope and Sapien is my first Tony Hawk. Well, I mean, I guess Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 is my first one, but like, Thug was like the first one. Like, I played the whole career over and over and over again. Fuck you, Eric Sparrow. You're still a piece of shit. And <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that game, like, when I think Tony Hawk's, I think Tony Hawk's Underground. See, for me, Pro Skater 4, I probably, when I say. If they had a way to keep track of how many hours we spent playing that game, I think I, the number would measure in weeks. Like, I put that bitch into the ground. I learned I learned that there were more skaters than Tony Hawk and Bam Margera, mostly by playing that game. Okay. But like, I could name... I bet before that, I knew Tony Hawk and Bam Margera from TV. And then after that, I think I could name, like, five skaters now. Tony Hawk, Bam Margera, Kareem Campbell, Bob Burquist. Got it. Got it. You got it. It starts with an any letter. <laughs> uh, what was the custom character? Never soft skater. Never soft Never skater. Soft. <laughs> Always hard. Never soft. So I'm going to go. I would like to go with Tony Hawk's Underground. And I would like to go with Tony Hawk's Underground because uh, just picking it up 
from Shumi's game store, uh, maybe like three months ago. I've never wanted to play a Tony Hawk more than I've played that game because it's been so long since I've played it. But because of recency bias and because you've already said Tony Hawk's underground, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with a couple. or three. <laughs> so number one from different eras, Tony Hawk 3. Tony Hawk 3 it was such a special game. Yeah, I still had the two-minute clock, but... Overall, it still has one of the highest Metacritic scores for all Tony Hawk video games. And when you play that, not only is the game mechanics great, but also just the, uh, I don't know what the technical word is for video games, but I guess just the game engine itself. Like, like your tricks are not super floaty, but they're also not, like, heavy, you know? Like, they're, it's very well-worked-out game, and I emulated it not too long ago, and I played it in 4K, and I was like... This game is amazing. I, I wish this is the one. And I also, it was like because I got Tony Hawk 4, other than Pro Skater, that was the first Tony Hawk I got. But uh, Tony Hawk 4 was the first real Tony Hawk that I got to play on my own and just going bonkers. <laughs> but uh, American Wasteland, I think uh, just while it doesn't feature the level of quality that in a story you would look for in a Tony Hawk Underground, uh, I think it has a better story than Tony Hawk's Pro, than Tony Hawk's Underground Two. Um, I think it's I think it's just really cool to take advantage at that point in time the first ever free roaming Tony Hawk. You go from you know location to location, yeah. you know, and like yeah, you would have to skate through the malls and stuff, but like that was, that was also really cool. Half the fun, yeah, yeah it was really <laughs> cool tricks. You know, focus mode was a thing at that time, but then. Jumping in because they always get overlooked because of how good the original Tony Hawk games were and the Tony Hawk games on the 7th gen systems, which was GameCube, PS2, Xbox, to me is Proving Ground. Because Proving Ground was better than Project 8, and it was better than Project 8 because not only did you have Nail the Trick, you had Nail the Grab, and then you had Nail the Grind. I don't think I played Proof Ground. Now that you bring all you, those up, uh, like that's why I'm so happy I have your Xbox 360, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go buy that. You know, like, do I want to this second? No, I got a festival run. But like, yeah, the second after that festival is over. October ninth. <laughs> October 9th, It's over. Yeah, it is a. It is literally going to be a new birth of Mirth Films. But that is my favorite three Tony Hawks that I have. I I have fond memories of all Tony Hawk games. And, uh, and I'm so happy that they did make Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 2 remastered. I know you're not a fan of playing on the Xbox controller, but I can promise you you'll get past it because <laughs> you're so used to the Xbox controller, number one. And number two, the remaster is literally just a top shelf remake of a game. Like it from, like, and it sucks. Like, while I love that Xbox acquired Activision Blizzard, um, it, it canceled the 3-4 remaster, which was planned to happen. And uh, unfortunately, mm. that's something I have to bring up on this podcast and remind you suckers about. But, yeah, so, like, that, that's, I don't know where I'm going with this. Tony Hawk wins every day. He is the Michael Jordan of our sport. There's no denying it. You could go to another country and bring him up over other skaters. Maybe, you know, maybe we don't know so much because maybe Nigel has a big impact. Maybe. Well, I mean, Tony Hawk will always have the biggest impact. He there's, will. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. And that's why we get to thank the 900, everybody. Uh, great credit score, great SAT score, and also a uh, great trick on a skateboard. I think that's a really bad SAT score. It's better than 500. 
which is what Kevin Hart got. Either way, so the band's playing. (laughs) 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 So, obviously, we have Mike Gantzer's Pro Skater headlining night one. That is Saturday the 7th, to those of you who don't believe in calendars. Headlining night two is our local boys, the Toxic Twins themselves, Joe Mansman, and Dollars himself, and the rest of the Midnight Revival band would just absolute outlaw, fuck the rules, true pinnacle of what being a skateboarder is probably about. I don't know, but I think that's right. But aside from that, we have some, we have Shu, 30 years of tearing through Lunds Falls, played with Mo and the C-Pods back in the day before Mo and C-Pods just sounded like STDs or whatever, before they were household names. And now they're coming back and doing a whole ska punk, like, Dude, just quintessential skate music. I'm really excited to see them. I've never seen them before. Dude. It's going to be a great experience. Um, and then, uh, so we got, uh, in, in, you know, stop me if I re- you've already said it, but we got the Feng Shui Boys. The Feng Shui Boys will be making their way to Wild in the Trees after an epic gig in Vermont epic. or Maine, one of the northeastern countries, <laughs> cities, states, whatever you want to call them. We're really doing them a lot of justice. They're freaking awesome, so, and you should go see them at Wild the Trees Michigan Skate Festival. So we got them. We got not only just an ambulance. We got an ambulance full of candy, aka trick or treat <laughs> candy ambulance. <laughs> no, but I, I am so excited to see Candy Ambulance again. Like I, it's been a while since I've seen them. I think the last time I saw them was a live five. five opening up for uh, Lita Ford. Lita Ford, um, and uh, that was just, uh, I don't know, every time I've got to see them or hear them, I always thought they were one of the better bands that we have here in the Capital Region, and to have them play our stage is just fucking great. Um, also, big shout out to Jesse from uh, from uh, Candy Ambulance, who is now the bass player of uh, Bell's Bartok as well. Wild. Really? Yeah. Isn't that fucking cool? Dude, that seeing is a... a local guy make it, dude. Isn't Bell's Bartok semi-local? No, they're. Uh, I I think they're like local to northeast. The north, northeast, okay. but I mean, they're always one of the most fun sets. To Dude, watch, they are a very especially when yeah. they open up for Andy Frasco. Come on. Yeah, yeah. That God. Let me tell you, I have seen. Well, I mean, I've seen Frasco. I've never. I haven't seen Frasco enough. That'll never happen. But I was quite impressed with Bell's Bar Talk opening up for them at Putnam Place. Yeah, almost. It was like March of twenty two, right? March or April of twenty two. Yeah, it was tw- two thousand twenty two. Either. One of those. It was cold enough. Months. It was cold enough for me to wear sleeves. I remember that. I, I do remember there not being snow on the ground. So on the ground. <laughs> there definitely wasn't. I found some in the men's bathroom, and it was really weird. I believe it. Um, Victory Soul Orchestra, which we the only comment of the night I want to give to Saul Schaefer. Uh, Victory Soul Orchestra, looking forward to see seeing them. Saw them out on one of your. Palace Sessions. Fuck yeah, dude. Thank you for watching Palace Sessions, uh, which also you might see come back, which could be fucking pretty cool. So, um, Saul, I also am looking forward to Victory Soul Orchestra. It's great. Not only funk, uh, you know, 10-piece funk band, but also, you know, they have the elements of uh, R&B, soul, and hip-hop, all thanks to our fucking guests that we had to on, on to <laughs> Two episodes before this one. I gotta put a muzzle on my mouth. <laughs> what do we got next, buddy? Alright, so, of course, we just talked about our friend JB, aka Dirty Moses, and the rest of Victory Soul Orchestra. Let's also not forget the Hauntings are coming back for a second year in a row. 
called an audible last minute for reasons beyond, uh, beyond our control. Semitics can't make it. But Danny Wade and the rest of the hauntings came in to play once again last minute. One of the greatest names to an album I've ever heard, Reptile Dysfunction. Not only do we have them, we have Fine Grain, a group of just audio boys. The finest of the grain, become... the favorite beer to drink is uh, a Genesee. So if you're gonna uh, bring them anything, uh, don't bring them flowers, just bring them a, a Genesee tall boy in a paper bag. <laughs> All right. If you can get it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if our volunteers fuck up, right, you deserve it. But yeah, and of course, lest you forget, I mean Lake George is conveniently located between two sets of mountains, but we will still have Hilltop right in the middle. That didn't work as well as I thought, but Hilltop is going to be there. Speaking of just a, a band roster full of sound people. And I think, yeah, I think we've covered almost everything except for the fact the Lagoon, if we haven't stressed this enough, two planets away. Mark Elmendorf. And members of Shoe, not Chris, not Mark Emeldorf, but and they like it if you keep your shirt on there. They, <laughs> from what we understand, Lagoon encourages the wearing of shirts and the not smoking cigarettes indoors. Yeah, no, don't do that either. But especially because there's an outdoor. So. I, I know. I, I, listen, I was black out. I don't know what you want was, from me. I, it was you. Yeah, it was me. Frankie, you also smoked inside, too. Ah! I don't I, I was. <laughs> so, Kate McCann was grabbing one of you by a backpack, and I was grabbing one of you by your collar. I don't remember who. It, it was definitely was He wears out. backpacks. I wear... Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, said, you gave your yet. shirt to a, a Yeah, you would have to just grab my actual collarbone. <laughs> I didn't want to grab your hair. I was like, that's mean. I'm just like... I felt like a cat, like a cat mom, and a cat, like, grabs their baby by the back of the neck. I'm hoping it just like freeze. It's all right, buddy. We're gonna get you back. Cold. I didn't know we we're both down bad like that. That's Dude, hilarious. Honestly, that was totally worth. It was just to rock the dock, right? Yeah. yeah. So I couldn't make it to rock the dock, but you guys were like, "Dude, Formula Five after party," and I'm just like, "Dude, Formula Five after party, let's fucking go." And yeah, holy shit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and, which also, we do have to give a quick shout out. Formula 5 will be playing November 24th at Putnam Place. They're going to be doing a reunion with the majority of the members of Formula 5. And uh, if you want to go hear them rock out, hear some classic tunes from the bands that made Edging a Catastrophe, All Points North, and Formula 5 self titled, uh, this is the place to go. Day after Thanksgiving, don't eat too much turkey, so that way you can wake up and up on time to make it for doors. Goddamn right. <laughs> and if you get lucky, man, and you go to Formula Five, you might still be able to take someone home and do some stuffing of your own. Hey, hey. yo! And also to close out <laughs> the roster for Wild in the Trees, if you thought that there wasn't enough spice, flavor, and good old-fashioned quintessential skateboarding music to go around, your friend and mine, Connor Dunn. The sexiest sax man. The, I was going to say a terrible sax reference. But he is going to be... What are you going to say? sax master? <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say registered sax offender. No! <laughs> illegal. So, no, Ten but, yard penalty. But, but instead, what I will cut say... Cut that, cut that, cut that. Instead, <laughs> what I will say, Connor Dunn, one of the most talented men I've ever seen play saxophone, who has been in certain groups, especially loved, loved him and Let's Be Leonard back in the day. I still remember seeing him at Gaffney's in 2015. How did I get into Gaffney's in 2015? I don't remember but they played an awesome version of Watermelon Man, and it was killer. Herbie Hancock classic. I miss the Leonard boys. Hope they're all doing all right. 
But Connor Good Dunn artist. is going to be the artist at large. Any band that wants to utilize him in any way that they see fit, maybe add that little bit of accent mark to their sound. Connor Dunn is going to be the man for it, and he is going to have some hot, steamy, unprotected sacks all weekend That's at right. Wild in the Trees. This is Multiple a family events. event. Bring your children. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're gonna transition after that one, right? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Oh man, you're making my job hard. So, yeah, right, so I mean, thanks you know, for honestly, watching. Uh, Connor's been one of those guys who've always been there. I mean, playing in many different acts, like Let's Be Leonard, North and South Dakotas, Wild Adriatic, Chestnut Grove, and many other cities uh, in between all of that. Uh, he is a true fan of music. He's a fish fan. He loves Dopapod. And you know what? We love him. So we're excited to have him as our artist at large for the 2023 Wild Trees Music and Skate Festival. Now, Dougie, what are we expecting for the skate competition as long as everything, you know, Everything goes out? to plan. Because it's not going to rain. It's not going to rain. Like George, George is special. Um, so we are looking forward to... 45 second runs, best trick on different sections of the park. We have um, jam sessions on different sections of the park. We have time trials this year, so first fastest one around the park. High ollie, game of skate, and you know, whatever the dice say, skate or dice. So we got a lot of skateboarding all weekend long. I'm excited. We already have about 11 people signed up. I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to be signing up at the day of. and. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for this year's competitions. It's going to be amazing. You don't want to miss it. What do I, if you're, if you're competing in the competition, I'm just because I'm not aware, but I know we got some sponsors here. We do. What what could what can some 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 young cool cats not like Nick B win? Yeah, no, Nick B's not winning anything. But if you're not Nick B and you're skating, you have the chance <laughs> to win prizes from Seasons or Corner Skate Shop, <laughs> which includes we have a few uh, skateboard decks, a whole bunch of T-shirts, hats, stickers. Pens. We have a whole bunch of different skateboard-related items that uh, wheels, truck, trucks, and wheels. I learned that word. I trucks. I learned that word. It is. It is a skateboarding part, but I, I don't think we have any trucks available for prizes. But we have okay. basically every other piece of skateboarding equipment you could eat, need. You could. Did you say eat? I, I said eat. All I you can eat, the end. and all you can eat skateboarding <laughs> buffet, courtesy of your friends and mine over at Season Skate Shop. And also for those. Young cats that didn't know, uh, Seasons is actually uh, featured in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered. Uh, not only is it the skate home skate shop in Delmar, New York, it is also, uh, yeah, it's just cool to see their board on the game. Like, when Nick showed me that, my cousin Nick, when he showed me, I thought it was, like, localized to, like, your local area. Like, I thought it was that smart of a game. Mm -hmm. But because Vicarious Visions, the developer who is from Albany, made that game they decided to feature a season skate shop as the skate shop it's so cool it's so cool and uh, I'm, at, I'm adding extra purpose for why you should come to the festival and because also you'll get a free pin if you're one of the first 100 people to uh purchase a ticket since we posted that um and uh, obviously if you did buy a ticket uh beforehand before we announced uh this whole pin thing uh you will get a pin so you're not going to be left empty-handed not by us um, somebody actually did ask me, uh, can you bring a chair to Wild in the Trees Music and Skate Festival? Absolutely. We uh, want you to be comfortable, and if you are comfortable sitting down, if you are that person who sits down at a concert, this is the place you want to come to, because you can sit down. I don't care if you're in the front row or the back row. 
because half the ticket sales do go to Ronald McDonald House uh, Capital Region. Uh, this is our second year uh, that we've included them as our featured charity. Um, and chair Hitty. Chair Hitty. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's great to give back, um, and it's also, you know, like, at this point in time, I don't foresee, like, George Gate Plus getting any additions. Step up, young skaters. This is a serious message. We really need people to help carry the flag that Doug and I and my, the rest of my friends started many years ago, 15 years ago, actually. Uh, so if you are interested, we'll point you in the right direction. We'll help you out. Um, but at this point in time, you know, with, with the way life is, we, we got, we got the ground broken. Uh, we got ground there, got uh, ground but there. we could use more help with that. So that's why at this point in time, it just makes sense. I mean, Mayor Blaze was like, this is one of the best charities you can donate to. Then I learned more about Ron McDonald House. We've talked to people in certain places about Ron McDonald House who have positively been, you know, affected by the charity's efforts. And uh, thank you for trusting us to be able to uh, take the great name of Ron McDonald House uh, and uh, raise money on your behalf. Uh, it really is something that, I don't know, definitely hits hard in my heart. And, you know, they do great things for people who need the help. So in an all serious matter, uh, even if you don't show up to Wild in the Trees, if, if, if uh, for some reason, just know that half the ticket sales are going back to Ron McDonald House. And, you know, the other half, obviously, is going into our pocket. Just to make it completely transparent. It's kind of going back to the band's pocket. If you uh, this is, no, this is realistically, <laughs> this is going toward a wedding. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, we, we've done our part. We've, 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 we've raised the money to make sure this festival is, has, is able to happen. And, uh, you know, uh, again, from the, the bottom of my heart and from these guys, uh, thank you for supporting Mirth Films over the past five years. And especially in an event, a public event like this, uh, this this is not easy for us. We're not Greg Bell, we're not Dave Eamon, we're video makers, and uh, we like to party. And Goddamn right. So this is why, you know, like, it just means so much more because this is something we are jumping out of our element to put on, and luckily we have the friends that want to help yeah. us do this. Oh, and absolutely, man. You you are not in any means, that is, that is an understatement in and of itself. And like you said, we're not Greg Bell, we're not Dave Eamon. And yes, this year we are we are able to we're able to pull it off in the sense everyone's going to be taken care of, and we've done, and we are for all intents and purposes all covered. But we can't say we did that on our own, and for that reason, we have to thank all of our sponsors. And just going down the line, we have Valhalla Concrete. My good friend Marcus said, "Hey, I love skateboarding. Here's money." Ginner Electric, Nick Ginner, one of the uh, fastest growing. Stage hands and friends of the ADK fam said, I don't like jam music, but I believe in you guys. SF Janitorial said, hey, love what you guys are doing. Radio Radio X said, hey, we love what you're doing. Northern Wardens. Northern Wardens. D&D Fanatics. Hey, we love what you're doing. Altered Apparel. Hey, I heard you need pins made. How can we do that? And we did that. Uh, let's and that's not even an uncommon grounds if I read that correctly. The law offices of the attorney Paul Ryan, because sometimes bad things happen to good people, and when they do, call Paul. And when Razor Ramon ain't there to help, I mean, what are you gonna do? Dude, call yeah. Paul Ryan. That's goddamn right. Because bad times don't last, but good attorneys do. Damn right. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hell, even if you need an LLC or just some something to uh, whatever, if you need some law needs legalities, 
copyright infringement logos being used that look like other logos from music festivals and real companies. You know, Paul Ryan's the guy to go to. We might take his number down because it's on the poster. <laughs> I think he. I think he specifically wanted it on the poster. He wanted it on the poster. Dude, hey, he'll take all the work he can get. Paul Ryan, if you're out there listening, R, because goddamn, he says R a lot. And lastly, before we jump into uh, what everybody's favorite part, uh, our only true section of the podcast that we actually have that's a topic, uh, what is everybody looking forward to for Wild in the Trees? I am looking, I am looking forward to closing out this festival season. Not closing out this festival season with a bang, but closing it out with a fucking kickflip, dude. I mean, I'm not going to do the kickflip. I'll do. I'm not going to do the kickflip, but we're going to close it out with a kickflip. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, I'm really excited for you know a lot of the bands, the Mike Gansler Pro Skater set. I'm so beyond excited for that. Um, but I mean, like, I'm really, uh, I'm really excited to see what the 45 second lines are gonna bring to the table. Um, we have a lot of that's a new event this year, and I'm kind of interested to see you know how our local skaters will do with that. Okay, fair. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking forward to. I'll be honest with you. I really don't. Like, at this point in time right now, I'm just hoping everything goes well. Like, just every single night, trying to get some sleep, be prepared for what we have, and make sure that everybody's happy, make sure our vendors are happy, make sure everybody's taken care of, um, dealing with anything that we could potentially go through, playing, yeah, just, just pretty much just playing prevent defense, which Steelers are not good at. Uh, that's that's still two and two, baby. <laughs> still two losses in my book. But like doing it, better than I don't the Bengals. Know. I just I just I'm looking forward to being able to find a moment throughout the weekend where I can just chill and like take it all in again. That's what I'm looking forward to. I think about because the same time as last. It's gonna happen again. We are doing this. This is not this is everything set in stone at this point. You know, I just yeah, I, I could give two shits of how much I stress and how much shit that comes on our plate when it comes to this. Because I'll tell you, swapping memory cards in between sets is probably the most stressful thing I've ever been through. So, <laughs> you know, like this, I know we can do it. We already did it again. We already did it last year. And, like, it just, it's just making sure that, yeah, again, everybody is comfortable and making sure that everybody's happy i that's all i care about and if that happens success in my book whether we sell you know 100 more tickets or none more tickets like in, the, in all seriousness we've 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 been through the the fundraising process we've been through the stresses of how are we going to afford this especially as an independent company that is not funded by any outside source other than the money that we have and the money that we earn through mirth films and from the help of our sponsors and bed tax money through lake george and, and, and aside from all of that, we're independent. We're independent. Always have. And I'll tell you, when we go corporate, we'll still be independent. You know, because <laughs> at the end of the day, when you have a million subscribers three years from now, we're going to have to corporate. We're going to have to become corporate. I hate to say it. LLC, baby. I think we might have to, you know, just become an S-corp. Three I mean, years hey, dude. Five it. years from now, we may be on the stock market. Dude. Ugh. 
We might be a public traded company. Who knows? Oh, we should get into uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin yes. can make Mirthcoin. Dude, Mirthcoin. Yeah. You heard it here first. Mirthcoin. Not and uh, we already have the Mirthcoin in, in uh, uh, physicality. Uh, we got the Mirthpin. It's basically a Which coin. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you think of it. So the definition of a coin is something that holds value. And that coin, the pin, represents $10. At it's least. backed That's by a ten dollars share. It's backed. Myself. It's backed by money. <laughs> in the same sense, do you guys remember back in the day when McDonald's had like those cool amulet coins that you could exchange for a Big Mac? Those coins are backed by Big Macs. Dude, dollar pieces of paper, backed by gold. No, they're no, not anymore. Not since like the seventies. Not since the seventies. Do you know? Do you know? Like, do you like? Let's be real. Let's derail this whole investment thing for a second. Do you know like that the United States went from being on the gold standard? Uh, and then once being taken off. So at the time, our money was backed by gold. And now, do you know what our money is backed by? Bronze? Platinum, bitches. No, no. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> the faith of the United States government. Oof. So keep that in mind. Well, if you're George Michael, you might just be in luck. Uh, but rest in peace. Uh, George Michael's dead? George Michael died, I think. Did he carelessly whisper on his way up? I really hope I'm not wrong because I I, <laughs> I would never want that for anybody. But like, but I think what we're really trying to say is it's, it's time, time to talk yo. about what we've been watching, listening, playing here. So Dougie Fresh, the freshest of the Dougies, Ooh, don't teach hard. me how to do it. I don't know how to, Mister. When. It, so in my purple haze of a week, I've been watching lots of Bob's Burgers. I'm listening to, I've been listening to, got into this one rap artist, Jid. Been listening to the Forever Story, like put that on repeat the past couple days. DiCaprio 2 is also pretty good. Spillagen with the Earth Gang. So, yeah, video game wise, not I played like two games of Solitaire on my phone at some point. Did you win? Oh, always win, bro. Good man. Oh, I love Solitaire. And I don't play the hard version because I like to win. You know, I'm just trying to relax. That's fair. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, no, I haven't really gotten into... Oh, I watched Elemental, that Disney flick. That was okay. It was kind of like... You guys ever seen, like, uh, Inside Out? I know the song by Eve Six. Great song. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> I would swallow my pride. I would choke on the ride. You know that song? No. 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 Right, but I'm it doesn't it. matter. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what you been up to, man? Dude, so music-wise, I've been listening to this group called Home Free, and they do a lot of... It's like an acapella group, which normally... Uh, I don't know about you guys. When I hear acapella, I think virginity, but these guys are actually really good, and they do a lot of... They do a lot of renditions of like old Irish sea shanty shit, and a lot of like the like separating from England type stuff of like the whole Irish Civil Wars of the twenties so and the nineties. Uh, basically, but like but acapella, and yeah, they're cool. That's cool. And then list, uh, yeah, playing. I've been playing a lot of this game on my phone called Dan the Man, which is basically imagine like the Karate Kid, but just in a way more ridiculous universe. And television. Uh, I think twice this week I got to watch an episode of Futurama, the new like the new rebooted Futurama, which got to say, pretty darn good. Same um, voice actors. Same voice actors. Is Bender in there? John DiMaggio is in there. Okay. 
Some great, good. some great plots so good, far. Good. Yeah. What about you, Frankie? See. Shit. Well, <laughs> if we're gonna pick up Acapellas, I just gotta plug one thing: Shining Teeth and Me. We uh, can watch that right on the Mirth Films YouTube channel. It's a great acapella barbershop quartet version of the song. I, I stand by it. It gives and, you goosebumps. Uh, At least it gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. Yeah, and low-key, it was uh, a paid gig I did that I was like, I'm taking this. <laughs> <laughs> and it benefited over a thousand people who watched it. So, shiny oh, yeah. teeth in me, everybody. And uh, I'm going to take teeth, this quick second teeth. to just plug a couple things before I talk about the shit I put in my ears and, and my eyes. So, first off, Mirth Films YouTube channel. Again, we're on the hike to 2,000. We're at 1.21 subscribers. 1.92. And that's what we'll be at next week after all the people who are watching this go and hit subscribe. If you haven't already, uh, it, it, it is for me my biggest push with Mirth Films for my soul and my heart. I love making fun content and we're going to try to break out of our shell. That's the whole point of what we have to come after October 7th and 8th. Um, also, I need to plug uh, Karina Reichman and Baked Shrimp. Both of those sets are available on ADK Music Festival uh, YouTube channel. But if you want to watch a couple singles from the show, we do have a couple singles featured, including uh, Karina Reichman's recently released within the year uh, song Joyride, which you can enjoy right on Mirth Films and take the Joyride and watch the rest of the other content like we have, like Halloween. Um, it is a real video. You should look it up. It's uh, Doug... In a in a in a scary costume. He's scary for <laughs> sure. And uh, secondly, <clears throat> thirdly, or fourthly, I uh, have to plug Mountain Sessions. It is something I've been working on, uh, and uh, I'm definitely gonna need some help from you guys because I cannot hike that much. Just up a mountain. like schedule like a time dude, better. Yeah, like don't I, hit me yeah. up like the night before and be like, hey. Yeah, dude. <laughs> when, I, when, I'm, when I'm learning about a mountain session, when the fucking when Laura Lee's 30-second clip hits my Instagram feed, like, I think there's a little bit of fucking lack of communication there. There was very, very much lack of communication there, and uh, I right. thought I could do it all on my own, and uh, fuck. Dude, it ain't like setting up in a courtyard. You heard it you know? there first, man. Did I, you at least have, bring your cart? I'm going to bring a cart up a fucking mountain? Yes! Basically, I strategized what I needed. All That's it took good. was two bags of gear and... Two tripods and one mic stand, and that got me through, and my gimbal. Um, so, like, yeah, that's a lot for one person to carry, but two definitely not. So, I'm definitely be reaching out for some help, especially we're 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 getting some fucking color leaves up in uh, the ADK, and it's about time we start doing courtyard sessions more. But we have enough to drip out until after uh, mountain sessions, after wild in the trees. Yes, after mountain sessions, uh, but this week coming up on Wednesday, we have Reese Fulmer's mountain sessions dropping at noon Eastern time. So go check that out. Um, Mirth Films, we do have a now we now have a secondary uh, Instagram called Mirth Film Skate, which we will be using a lot. Uh, you will be seeing a lot of day to day clips following while in the trees uh, of just general skateboarding ran by Nick B. Thank you, Nick B. Uh, and um, but, you know, majority of the stuff for Sylvia will still live right on the Mirth Films Instagram, and I'm sure we'll collaborate on the other one, too. But uh, that is something that we're looking forward to. Um, also, we have a TikTok now. So if you are somebody who goes and consumes media through TikTok, that is an option. If you're not on Instagram, you're not on Facebook, Facebook's not your thing. We are offering this to uh, regurgitate the same shit we're making here. And uh, and then other than that, yeah, music-wise, uh, what have I been consuming here? Uh, 
I've been uh, music Metallica. I uh, have been a huge Metallica fan my whole life, but I just kind of re-listened to Ride the Lightning again. Love it, just like I used to. Uh, Lotus, I've been listening to some... Uh, I can't read my fucking handwriting. I'm Iron surprised Maiden. you do. Um, I've been listening to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, uh, which yes. to me is the future, and the future is here. Uh, I've, I've wanted to say that just like that, uh, but if you could take a song like The Gila Monster, one of the heaviest like thrash metal songs you could ever listen to, to a song like Hate Dancing... And like it be like this peaceful like electric electric lights orchestra type of groove, very Elton John, just like very uh, different type of music. Like these guys write a different genre of fucking music every album. Yeah, right? I mean, and that's what makes them incredible. Well, honestly, like if I had to pick any band that is even close to their style, it's they're the next generation of Ween. They are, but they don't. I mean, I, this is a complete bias thing. I don't like Ween. I don't like them at all. Um, <laughs> Dude, fuck but, you, that man. Ween is killer. But you know what? Could I com- compare like okay, a Gila Monster or Flamethrower? I could compare that to like Anthrax, Slayer, Metallica, and then like I said, a, a peaceful like poppy song like that same band can do the same thing. It's like how people yeah, say, like, yeah. oh, Fish plays all the different dude, genres. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah, it's this almost band like, does. Like, dude, listen, and Trey likes him enough to go see them on his own. Like, and it's like documented thing. Why does that even matter? Who fucking knows? But it just, <laughs> it just goes to show, like, okay, there's this... In a world where music is so oversaturated and, you know, people, like, are even being developed as artists through TikTok, like... This band is like a garage band that just does not give a fuck about any trend. And and they're just some Australian motherfuckers, man. I mean, Steve awesome. Irwin, King Gizzard. Come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's all if, I if, can say. If, if, you, if you frame it in the sense like that I can't name anyone else from Australia, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, video... Uh, love is Blind on Netflix. Uh, it's, ah. it's a reality show about love and uh, and about getting married really quick. And uh, I got hooked onto this last Friday by Danny, and uh, I'm not afraid to say I like Love is Blind. Uh, also, uh, I was so bored at work the other day. I was like, what do I do with my hands? So I was like, instead, I thought, what do I do with my eyes? So I watched one of those clickbaity Bam Margera videos, Rise and Fall of Bam Margera. Oh, those are good. Yeah, it's like, oh, let's, <laughs> let's watch the misery here. Um, and then also Square Eye Jack. I want to give a big shout. I've mentioned him before on the podcast. Square Eye Jack is a, a YouTuber who makes video game content, and he's currently going through Skate Timber. Uh, and uh, in the past, because he's already done it, he did Tony Hawktober. And uh, it's really cool. <laughs> And he does other like types of video games too. But I really like his content. He's also Australian. And, uh, <laughs> and it's fun content to watch. Like he's not like a prick. You know, like some, some YouTube channels, it's rubbed me the wrong way. This guy's like a, like, he's like somebody I would want to hang out with. Yeah. You know, like, uh, so Squirrel Jack, uh, if you're not watching this, thank you. Um, and then gaming. I've been playing some fucking video games, no guys. No way. Number one, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, Remastered. I created a new skater just so I could beat the game again. I, uh, I'm, I'm still trying to work at beating every single level of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 in one run. 
I mean, we'll do it with like five or six maps at this point. Like, I haven't strategized where like I go and like collect skate, whatever the odd thing is, do the flip trick over this thing, and then, you know, just just manual like button mash until I win. You know, like. <laughs> so I uh, that's something I'm really looking forward to uh, is playing more video games. Uh, one of the games that I also been playing is Doom, the Doom remake from 2016. Uh, it's actually a really good game, and I just I, I never had the chance to play it because there was a period of my life where I was really into RPGs, and right now while I have a million things going on in my life, I cannot dedicate a time to another world, uh, hence why I still have not beaten Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but it's just not as good as Origins to me. Like Origin, Assassin's Creed Origins is to me one of the best open world games ever made. Uh, and, and I have a little bias towards that because I love Egypt, I love ancient Egypt, and it's so cool to like. I recommend both of you guys go and play that. It, if even if you don't like Assassin's Creed, you will like this game. It's something I really believe in. I um, played it for like two hours. I like bought it, but like then I didn't play it for like three weeks, and I forgot how to play it. And I was like, ah. <laughs> my best recommendation: start the story over. It's that good. The story itself is worth playing, and I'm also also saying this because Cyberpunk uh, just came out with a 2.0 update, and they dropped the DLC, uh, Phantom Liberty. Cyberpunk is one of the best games I've ever played. I say the best a lot, uh, but this is seriously, like, top five games I've ever played in my whole entire life. Uh, I recommend if you're going to play it, play it on the Series X, or play it on uh, PC if you got a chunky enough PC to play the game. Uh, because Xbox One, PS4 will not cut it, and it is an experience that you don't want. Like, I literally, I cried during that game. Like, I, I cried for the first time during a movie last week, but I cried for the first time during the game. During what movie? Game. Uh, the Good Mother. Um, I don't you know, think I've seen that one. It's, it's a movie about, and I brought this up last week, but Good Mother is, uh, I think that's what it's called, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's a movie based uh, here in Albany, New York, actually. Oh, I do Hillary remember. With Hillary Swank. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> everything, like, is all, like, based on Albany life. And, like, it was about, like, you know, like, going through the struggles of the opioid addiction, heroin, fentanyl getting introduced into our area. And I think just because of some of the things that I went through with my life, with my family, and with, with Nico, and, and uh, other friends we've seen that we've lost throughout this unfortunate, you know, period of time, the past 10 years, I think it was the first time I've, like, thought about how, how nasty the opioid crisis is, and, like, I literally just, like, had tears dropping out of my eyes, because I was, like, I, I don't know, it just, like, all hit me, like, you know, like, it's, like, I lo we lost, Nick. I was up at school, I don't know if you, I think you might have been in, yeah, I was in town, for you that. were in town, for, it was just, like, but it was just, like, going and sitting playing Red Dead Redemption for the first time in 2010 with Nico sitting down on his roof hanging out you know like going to that his house crazy. sneaking out of your window you know like having these life moments and memories with somebody that unfortunately struggled with addiction you know that was so tough and it's no joke and you know I really if you have a hard time with addiction um yeah, my chin up to you, and, and make sure that you get the help that you can whenever you're ready. Uh, it's not easy. I don't know what it's like being addicted, and I can't imagine what it, what the pain is like. So um, for the people who can get through that, you know, big cheers, big props. We know we've, we've heard, we've, we know success stories. It's oh, possible. Yeah. Do you need so, a hug, Frankie? Ah, no, not right now. Okay. Maybe after this podcast. <laughs> uh, but... 
At the end of the day, what do we want you to do? We want you to show up on October 7th and 8th to Walden Trees Music and Skate Festival. Uh, half the ticket sales go right to Ronald McDonald House. Up until Thursday, you will have the opportunity to buy a ticket from uh, Eventbrite and get a free Mirth Films pin when you walk into the door. So don't miss out on that. Honestly, like, yeah, $15, $10, value uh, value upon your ticket. Um, which also, again, half that ticket goes literally to charity to help sick people. Like, that's fucking awesome. You know, we got Mike Answers, Pro Skater. We got every other band. We got we got some amazing vendors, which we haven't even talked about. You could get a fucking tattoo at this festival. You get a tattoo. Yeah, your friend and mine, Nick Mancuso from Infrangible Inc., who just, big congratulations to him if he's listening, just opened up a new shop right in the heart of downtown Hudson Falls. Just moved locations, and I hope I wish him the best with all the endeavors that come with uh, changing scenery. And I believe he's going to be doing the sixty-dollar get what you get tattoo. <laughs> Please excuse Frankie. Opening I did not just try to drink a beer while it was not open. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing the camera was cut away for a second. But yes, that and many more. You can get coffee. You can possibly get some cannabis-based products. We you can definitely get some barbecue. You can definitely get some real barbecue. good barbecue. You can that. get domestic beer this year. Do you not like craft beer? That's okay because Bella Sully's Tavern, Scott Richards and his family will be there slinging domestic canned beer. Four dollar domestics, five dollar common roots beer. That and I will argue this is probably. The best beer prices you will see of the Lake George concert, of the Lake George festival scene all year. And not only that, if you don't like coffee and you don't like beer, boba. I'll tell you, we got some boba tea. <laughs> all right, kids? So we got boba tea with boba in the tea. And this is from Chai Yen. And we highly recommend you go grab a cup. I'm, I'm probably going to grab a cup. I'm not, I don't like milk and sugar and all that bullshit in my drink. Uh, but. But, but sometimes you know, you do. I will you want, you, yeah. want, you want boba in I your drink, say, though? I will actually, you want to know something You ever funny? had a boba? I've never had a boba, but I actually had cream in, in my coffee the other day. No. What yeah. kind of cream? So, uh, oh, was, my God. <laughs> I don't even remember. What? It was really sweet Who and intoxicating. Uh, I didn't like Addicted. it. I bet Danny, you didn't. Danny gave it to me. She put it in my, she put the creamer. It was like some sweet shit. Some sort Everything's going to be sweet to you. But I remember like two hours after drinking that coffee, I was like... <laughs> what does this taste in my mouth? <laughs> what the fuck is this aftertaste? So I immediately made my first cup of coffee at home since I moved to Ramon's. Which we are live from Ramon's basement. So big, big shout out to Ramon here. Thank you for letting us use your space in your basement. That did get flooded and we did almost lose a lot of shit. So, but we didn't. Because, but just we didn't. Like, because just like our equipment... But unlike our easy ups, we don't give up. Our easy ups give up, but we don't give up. So if we can make it through this whole riveting festival season, if we can get through losing, oh my God, at this point, what? Two tents, like two tents, two chairs, like seven easy ups, the neighbor's cat, like everything, everything else has come with it. If we, if the three of us can make it through all of this, then you guys can spend a weekend partying with us to close out festival season in Lake George. We hope to see you guys there. October 7th and 8th. Be there or get ollied on, kids. And Brett, what do you gotta do? Come to the fucking festival. You know why? 
Because Stone Cold said so. And that's been episode 59 of the Kind of oh, Live, Kind of Living podcast brought to you by Mirth Films. And uh, as all of you know, you can watch this back on YouTube. And you can also hit the subscribe button if you feel like it. But also, you can listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube Podcasts. Um, we're trying to make this as available for you. I mean, goddamn. I even said that it was cool to do a TikTok. So if that says anything, then I don't know what does. And uh, what's another thing you got to do, Brett? Dude, I mean, we don't say smoke them if you got them anymore, even though we've already all, like, basically rolled back the restrictions we gave ourselves as Frankie's <laughs> vapes off camera. But... <laughs> no, the thing, you okay. got to start it, Frankie. You made yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, remember you, the whole thing. You, you got to you... start it. Yeah. Smoke them if you got them. No! You... God damn it. No, run it back one more time. Frankie, the thing you said you had to start so we'd get it in... Because you forget the words if you didn't start it. Because we can. And you won't. And you don't stop. Fuck's sake. Bye. <laughs>